Hello, everyone. I'm Phil Carute. I am joined by my fearless host, Brock Tamarino, and this is the Phil Switch Podcast. The Phil Switch Podcast is brought to you by Sal's Tire Caps. If you're not using Sal's Tire Caps, you must be using another brand. Thank you, Sal's Tire Caps, for that extremely well-written copy. Anyway, Brock, how you doing, buddy? Uh, you know, it's... Uh... It's going all right. I uh, was kind of busy past couple of days. I had a buddy that uh, had one of those uh, things on his feet. It was like a like a sore or something, and it uh, had to be what they say they had, it had to be like he had to get like a minor, uh, I think like surgery on it. Yeah, it was really sore, rubbed up against his foot. My buddy's in construction, and. Uh, the, his boot rubbed up against his foot where the sole was, so it made it very uncomfortable. Decided he had to go get a surgery, uh, whatever, on it. They said they had to release release something or other. Anyway, I take my buddy and the uh, doctor ask if I, if I want to sit in and watch, right? So uh, I'm typically not a, a big guy on sitting in on surgeries and stuff, but I'm also not like a real squeamish guy, so... I figured probably no big deal. So I go in there and my buddy gets all prepped. And here's a weird thing with the surgery. They didn't even put him to sleep. So I guess it was like one of those in and out patient type surgery things where he goes home the, the very same day. And uh, so my buddy gets his shoes off and they get him all cleaned up and everything they got to do with the medical stuff. And uh, while they're doing that, I... Uh, look at my buddy's toe and I'm telling you this thing was massive this thing looked like uh like my uh uh buddy I knew his uncle had a goiter and this thing looked like uh, goiter um on my on my buddy's foot there anyway they get him all ready and uh ready to go whatever they say I believe they say prepped they get him prepped for surgery yeah 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 prepped that's right um they get him prepped and uh anyway they numb his foot around the area where they got to do this procedure thing and they numb his foot and the doctor as soon as he cuts into that little sore on my buddy's foot all this stuff comes gushing out uh i was kind of surprised i thought i might be sick by it but i wasn't and um anyway he had this uh stuff come out of his foot and the only way i can think to describe it phil is that the stuff that came out of his foot you ever see that like uh cheese spray stuff cheese spray comes out of those bottles that are pressurized it looked like that cheese spray stuff as soon as the doctor made a little slice in that this like cheese spray stuff came out it didn't smell like cheese spray uh, as you might guess obviously but so they go through that and I'm telling you that was one of the most interesting things I've ever seen in my life I went home after that and probably for the next three or four hours got on uh YouTube and watch people uh, slicing those sayings and cutting them up. And uh, uh, my my wife asked me why you keep watching that stuff, and I had her come over. And then for the next hour and a half, we were both watching it together and uh, grossing each other out. So that's kind of what I've been doing the past couple of days. But uh, you know, nothing real special for me. Just just that. So uh, thank you, Brock, and I'm sure Sal's tire caps. Thanks you for that story as well. You know, what I want to talk about a little bit today was I saw a story 
late last week, and it kind of fed into the week before too, about an Alabama, Alabama, Alabama prison officer. Uh, apparently, she was the assistant director of corrections, um, also a correctional officer. Uh, she's about 56, and she takes off with this murder suspect. Did you hear about that, Brock? Yeah, I heard a little bit about that. It seems like maybe she threw like uh, the wool over some people's eyes. Uh, I think from what I remember, uh, they she decided that she was going to, her and this guy were going to go off or something. And uh, she faked a, I believe, a mental, a mental evaluation uh, for the guy. And they come to find out later, once they were, were pretty far gone, that that uh, mental evaluation was fake, right? Yeah, so the mental evaluation was fake. They take off. Now, I've read up some stuff on it since. It all happened because they're, they're, they're getting more information with this investigation. Apparently, she sells her house. Um, and I believe, oh, she, she, well, she sold her house. And then she decided she was going to retire. So she ends up with like $95,000, I think, is what her house sold for, which they said was way under the market value. Sells her house. And then when they end up finding them, now check this out. Well, actually, let's go back. So she sells her house, $95,000. Ends up buying, an, I believe, an orange car. I think it was maybe like a Ford Focus. I could be wrong on that, but an orange car, which, you know, it's kind of fitting for jail if you think about that and kind of stands out a little bit. Anyway, buys an orange car, dumps that in some parking lot, takes the sheriff's department car that she hauls her jailbird lover into, dumps the sheriff's department car in that parking lot, switches cars, and then they're gone before anybody even knows what's going on. So can you guess how much money they had left when they were finally caught after that. Uh, what what is she, she started with 95,000, right? Yeah. 95,000. I don't know. I'm uh, 95,000. You got maybe a week and a half, two weeks. I don't know. 80, 80,000, something like that. Maybe they had to spend some money on other stuff. So like, I'll say 80,000. Brock, they, found them with $29,000 in cash. $29,000 in cash out of 95. And so they spent their honeymoon at a cheap motel in Evansville, Indiana, Brock, and they somehow lost over $60,000. What do you what do you make of that, Brock? Uh, that is uh, that's disturbing. You know, I have a buddy. Uh, he's actually in studio with us today. He's named Daryl. Um, I brought him along. I thought maybe he'd want to have a conversation with us about whatever we're talking about today. So I brought him along. Daryl, what do you think? I'll tell you right now, if I had $95,000, well, for, for starters, anybody who knows anything, if you're going to take off with some kind of jailbird, some kind of jailbird love thing, you're going to need more than $95,000. I'll tell you right now, Brock, what I'd do, I'd had $1 million, $1 million saved up, just kind of off of the side. I'd have put it in like this nice little satchel, and I'd have buried that satchel. I'd have buried that satchel out in the middle of the woods. I'd have had the dog. Now, what I'd know that dog is I'd have trained that dog to smell out that satchel. We got that satchel in the woods. I'd have pulled that money out, and I said, now, hold on. Hold on, jailbird lover. What we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to just take a small chunk of money here. I'm talking maybe, what, $5,000, $10,000 maybe. Take that out. Go figure out some real good plan. 
And by the way, I'll tell you right now what I would have done as what about plane tickets? First place, the first thing I would have done, I was got on a, I'd have gone on a private jet, and I'd have got out, I'd, I'd have got out of town. Well, Daryl, that they actually did get out of town. They actually got to another state. They were in Alabama. They ended up in Indiana. Well, I, I mean, I would have, I would have gone like, I'd have gone someplace like where maybe they couldn't, couldn't find me as well as easy, and and I'd, have, that's what I'd have done. Hey, uh, Daryl, we've been friends for a long time. Just curious, where are you getting a million dollars? Where are you getting a million dollars from? You got like a rusted out, beat up truck. Um, you live across the street from your parents. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I'm not going to be, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be mean, but you know, we, none of us have a million dollar home, you know, Phil doesn't, I don't, uh, Daryl, you don't, um, where would you got a million dollars you think in this plan? Well, I'm not saying I got a million dollars. I'm saying if I had this plan, I'd have made sure I had. Well, I would. What I would have done is I probably would. If I had this plan, I was going to take off with like a jailbird lover. What I'd have done is I probably would have went to the local gas station there, and I'd probably got a whole bunch of scratch offs because my my other buddy, my buddy Sal. He knows, like, if you if you go if you go and buy a whole bunch of scratch offs, my my buddy Sal says it's just a matter of time. He, he always tells me it's just a matter of time. He keeps buying them, and he ain't won yet. Here's the thing: it's a matter of time. So he's just waiting for his time. Once his time comes, then that them scratch offs are going to pay off real real good. And then once he's got that going, he's going to have himself a whole plan. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm just I'm I'm saying if I had that type of plan, I'd it'd be I I, I don't know that I'd sell a bunch of stuff. But it'd probably be more scratch off. Uh, it it'd be like a, a scratch off lottery ticket plan if I was going to take off with somebody from prison. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a pretty lock tight plan. There. Here's the thing that I I, I still just struggle with. So they were. They ended up getting caught, and she met her demise. And it just seemed like, from all the reports I read, that the actual guy she was with, he was actually a murder suspect, um, and he'd actually already been convicted of attempted murder. So this is a pretty pretty sweet guy. Um, he actually didn't seem to show any remorse, they said, which is odd, because it's, it's hard to imagine that a murder suspect wouldn't have remorse about you know, someone else dying. But that's just that's just me. What what like uh, so? As you're telling this whole story, like I'm kind of like, what's the what's the long term plans for this? Like, I mean, at some point he's he's gonna meet a family, right, or something? I mean, like, are they are they introducing each other? Like, are they meeting each other's parents? Like, is it? Oh, hey, I, I need to introduce you to my best friends. And she, I mean, what does she do? She's like, it's just. I, like, do you think her dad would have approved? Like, does she have that uncle that's like, hey, this guy seems like trouble. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe not this guy. Maybe this guy's just more of a friend, right? That's that's a great question, Brock. I thought about that a little bit because you, like, <laughs> you, brought up, you brought up something kind of interesting in the, you know, what does she do, like, with family? Like, you know, if they're at, like, Thanksgiving and mom pulls her aside and she's like, you know, I don't think this is the best guy for you. You know, what is... What does this lady say? Like, listen, I know, I know he might've hurt people. I know he is in prison. There's probably no chance he's getting out anytime soon. 
And, and you guys might look at him and you guys might just see, hey, this guy, this guy was, was charged and found guilty and convicted of attempted murder. But I will tell you this, he's real nice once you get to know him. If you guys just gave him a real solid chance, I think you guys would, would learn that he's a real nice guy, real generous. Uh, he, he likes reading. He does like reading. And um, he knows how to get vehicles. He does know how to get vehicles. What we did, we went and we got, we, we traded my, we, we, we traded the sheriff's car for my car that I bought with my, with the house paid off. And then what we did was after that, we uh, drove over to Indiana, got there. We found a guy that had some, some trucks in his yard. We bought one of them trucks. And then what we did was we left that truck in a car wash. And after we left that in a car wash, what we did was then we went on ahead and we stole Cadillac. Because Cadillacs wouldn't stand out, especially with a guy that's the size of Bigfoot and, and a little old uh, 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 corrections officer from Alabama, especially when I put a wig on. That's <laughs> that, 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 were, that, that was the disguise, Brock. She, she put a wig on so people wouldn't be able to find them after they stole a Cadillac, which stealing a Cadillac doesn't draw any attention uh, to yourself. What do you, what do you think of that strategy, Brock? Uh, I, I I don't have many. So they they she, she bought a wig. Yeah, she bought a wig. Well, they bought a wig. Well, she yeah she bought a wig. It was her ninety five thousand dollars. Unless that, maybe that maybe that's where all the money went. Do you think it was like a ten thousand dollar wig? Yeah, I, I doubt that, Phil. I don't think it was a ten thousand dollar wig. I, don't, I mean, I just don't even... What did they spend almost $60,000 on? So you have... Okay, so let, let okay, so the orange car... So she's got $95,000. The orange car, let's just, let's just be generous. Let's just say the orange car is worth... Let's just make it an even... Just say $20,000. That's probably way overestimated, but $20,000. So now she's got $75,000 left, right? You following me? Daryl, you good? So she had nine to five. And then she spent twenty. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, all right, so she so let's see, she has seventy five thousand dollars. Then they drive this car, which gas prices aren't that crazy. She drives this car from Alabama to Indiana, right, Phil? Yeah. So they go straight from Alabama to Indiana is, is what the reports are saying. They go straight from Alabama to Indiana. That's where their next big stop was, was in Indiana. Okay. So they still have $75,000. Even with gas prices, they still got around $75,000. They get to a hotel. They stay in a nice hotel. Do they stay in a nice hotel there in Indiana, Phil? Or would, like, did they try to get like a bargain hotel? Brock, it honestly sounded like from what the reports are saying, they found the cheapest hotel they could find. They had a homeless guy. They gave him money or something. I forget what they gave him. They gave, I think they gave him money so they could use his ID to, um, to get the hotel room. So they stayed at what it sounds like a super cheap motel. Okay. So they have $75,000 and they stayed at a cheap hotel. Okay. So, now, maybe they have more money because maybe they got paid to stay at that motel. I don't know. Anyway, they had $75,000 when they get to Indiana. They, get, they, they pay the homeless guy off, so let's... I don't know what they paid him. Let's just say they gave him 
I, I, I have no idea. And then they get this cheap motel. So they're still sitting around, what, $70,000? And I'm, I'm, I'm using big numbers here just to give them some leeway. Let's just say 75, and for some reason, they had $5,000 tied up in this, in gas, in the hotel room, and the fake ID, basically. So they have $70,000, and that's probably a disgusting overestimate what I'm doing here, but $70,000. Where in the world does the other $40,000 go? Where does that go? What do you do with $40,000 within like a week and a half? Where does that go? Daryl, if you had a week and a half and $40,000, $40,000, somebody said you could just spend on anything, what would you get? I'd get that. I'd get that big monster truck Bigfoot. Daryl, you can't. You have, you have $40,000, Daryl. $40,000. You can spend it in a week and a half, and you're going to spend it all on a monster truck. You're going to spend it all on Bigfoot. Can you, even, can you even buy Bigfoot with $40,000, Daryl? Do you even know that? I, don't, I, I mean, you, just, you asked me a question. If I had $40,000, what would I do with it in a week and a half? I panicked. I said Bigfoot. All right, Phil, what would you do? What would you do with $40,000 if you just had it to spend? A week and ha- you had a week and a half to spend $40,000. What would you do with it? I have no idea. I can't imagine spending $40,000 in a week and a half. And I especially can't imagine spending $40,000 on a week and a half to stay at a cheap motel with an orange food folk. With an, <laughs> I can't even say it. I can't imagine spending $40,000 on an orange Ford Focus in a cheap motel room. Well, they did buy like a, a pickup truck too from, from this guy. They bought a pickup truck out of this guy's yard. But I still can't imagine spending $40,000 on all that. What would, what would you spend it on, Brock? I tell you right now, I wouldn't spend a dime of it. If you gave me $40,000 and you said, you have a week and a half to spend all this, I would invest it. I would invest it and I would double or triple my money, whatever. I'd have some guy, some friend that, that I got friends that do stocks and all that stuff. I would have that guy. I would say, I got $40,000. Somebody said, I just got to spend it in a week and a half invest this and what like three years i'm a millionaire or something right that's how it works and then i go and buy an island uh you know some kind of you know thing like that some kind of pretentious thing i go buy an island and like a a hat with a blue diamond or something on it right that's what you're supposed to do it's got like a little feather in the cap i don't like those guys i don't trust them the guys that wear those fedoras with the feathers in them i'm just saying right now i don't trust them okay that's all i'm saying I'm not saying that I necessarily am judging them. They might not be bad people, just not people I trust. I think that's fair to say. But that's that's an insane situation. And then they didn't even, I, I mean, they got caught. You said they got caught like in what, a couple weeks, week and a half, something like that? Yeah, it was like, I think I want to say it was like a couple weeks, week and a half, and they got caught. I, I just, I, I want to know what the plan was. You know, like, what was the plan? Because going from Alabama to a cheap motel in Indiana doesn't sound like a plan. Does that sound like a plan to you guys? We know it doesn't to Daryl. Daryl's over there swimming in a million dollars somehow. That doesn't sound like a plan to me. Plus, like you said, you, <laughs> like you said, you have the whole Thanksgiving. You have the whole everything else. I mean, they had no long-term plan here. And she retired. 
she retired. So now she retires from the sheriff's department, right? And what, the sheriff's department's going to forward that money? They're going to forward this money to this lady that just helped break out this felon? I, 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 like, what, what's the plan here? That just irritates me. People irritate me when they do stupid things. What's the plan with that? That's a good, that's a good point, Brock. That's a good point. They didn't have a plan. What she was really missing out was a financial planner and a vacation planner, a trip advisor. That's what, that's what they were missing out on. So I am glad that we talked about all of that. I'm glad that Brock shared his story with us about his other friend and his uh, toe. And I'm sure that Sal's tire caps are happy that they advertised on this episode. So that is going to wrap it up for us here at the Phil Switch. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff so you don't miss an episode. And if you have any questions, comments, anything you want us to talk about in the future, any questions, anything like that, you can reach out to us at thephilswitch at gmail.com. Again, that is thephilswitch at gmail.com. And we will see you guys soon.